You will recognize his name, his face, and his voice, but in his heart, Bruce Lindsay is a storyteller, and he's recently unleashed that personal passion and talent on a Christmas project I think you'll want to know about. Bruce started at KSL as a reporter in 1974, soon after earning a spot at the anchor desk next to another KSL legend, Dick Norris. They would go on to anchor together for nearly three decades. Bruce was known for his meticulous journalistic standards and professionalism. He brought a focus and precision that was unmatched. Bruce is a family guy, a husband, father of six, and now a grandpa too. And he recently authored a new Christmas book titled The Christmas List of Richard Lindsay. I am so excited to catch up with my colleague and my former mentor, Bruce Lindsay. Welcome back to Broadcast House. So nice of you to invite me back, Brooke. And it's I'm honored lovely. that you would consider me a mentor. I do. And I feel like Rip Van Winkle coming back to Was broadcast. it weird walking it's through these weird. doors? Yeah. It's been a while. Listen, I don't have this chance often, so I'm going to take the chance to thank you publicly for giving me the chance. Bruce Lindsay interviewed me for my internship here at KSL many really? years ago. So I have a lot of people that I like to thank and acknowledge on this path that led me here, but you are one of them, sir. So well, you're thank welcome. You very we have much. mentors in our lives, and I will humbly say that I was a good judge of talent. Brooke, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I'm grateful to you, Bruce. I really, really am. Welcome. I'm Catch delighted. us up. What has been keeping you busy since retirement? Uh, I'm a grandpa, I think, as you mentioned. Do we, do we get to show my grandchildren Please, pictures? Please, let's well, put I mean, up the Brad well, I, You know, we have, don't get grandparents started because this would go forever. <laughs> my wife, Shari, and I are there with uh, 18 other faces. 18, count them, Brooke. Wow. Grandchildren who bring us a lot of joy. They're a bonus. There they are with their parents, whom we also uh, claim on a family vacation. <laughs> Looking kind <laughs> Look of scruffy that. down there in a favorite beach vacation. Yeah. Once in a while, we will get cleaned up. This was, oh, what, 16 months ago at the wedding of our youngest son. Oh. So that's what life looks like uh, in retirement for me. It's, How is grandpahood? Grandpahood is wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's really a second chance and a, you know, it allows you to see over the horizon beyond how long you're going to be here to see that there's a lot of goodness that's going to go on. What a posterity. Well, you retired from KSL in 2012. Correct. And you didn't really slow down. I mean, you and your no. wife, Shari, <laughs> shortly after you were called to preside over the, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Australia. What was that Correct. like, Bruce? Perth, Australia, which is as far away as you can go from Salt Lake City and okay. beyond land, Western Australia. Uh, it was a great experience. You know, I sat next to a lot of capable women, uh, anchor women, over the course of uh, decades here. It was great to be with Shari yeah. practically 24-7 in a cause together, working with more than 300 of these great young people from all over the world, providing them training and encouragement and support and making sure they had a place to live and something yeah. to eat and transportation and health care and whatever they might need. Those young people came uh, to Perth from nearly 30 different countries. Wow. They brought with them 20 different languages and several versions of English. <laughs> and uh, so we were really a lab exper experiment for uh, international relations. Yeah. And they pulled it off great. They were just fabulous. I can't say enough about them. Are you still in touch with many of those missionaries? Oh, all the time. All the time. It's what really gratifying. What surprised you about that leadership role? Uh, how demanding it was, I'll be honest with that. Um, it, it's full time. That picture that just came up was a picture of uh, me with my son. We, we took our high school age son to Perth and he was a great sport. Went to a little international school overlooking the Indian Ocean for three years. Wow. Graduating class of about two dozen kids from all over the world. And, you know, being Australia, there were kangaroos. We did find those. They're all they're like deer wandering your yard <laughs> oh around here, you know. And so that's Australia. It's for real. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. What an experience. Well, you recently channeled your passion for storytelling into a completely new type of project. You wrote a Christmas book. I wrote a Christmas book. 
book, and I'm really pretty excited about it. It's a, it's a story of a Christmas 90 years ago, this year, 1933, Depression era. A little boy is paying attention and knows it's going to be bleak, and the family's had some particular hardship. And so he goes to his mother and says, how are we going to pull this off? I don't see much in the way of Christmas. And mother, mothers being wise people that they are, yes. gave him an assignment on a hero's quest that led him to discover something about Christmas he never knew. And spoiler alert, what he discovered, Brooke, is the great gift of Christmas is the gift of people to love. And that's what I wanted to add to the Christmas conversation. It's titled The Christmas List of Richard Lindsay. So there is a family connection I was going to say, now I know you are <laughs> Richard Bruce Lindsay. Well, I am. So I, so the person, that Richard is related to me one way or another. That would yeah. be your dad. I had heard this story over the years. Uh, it was a family narrative. And over time, uh, you write what you know, Brooke. And uh, I decided that there was something in that story that would add to the Christmas conversation. Bruce, I'm not just saying this because we're friends or because you're sitting here. This is a beautiful book. Well, that's because of Dan Burr. Dan is the illustrator and the designers at Shadow Mountain guy. Press. He's an outstanding artist. He uh, worked for Reader's Digest for many years. Now he uh, paints uh, in the shadow of the Grand Teton Peak up in Teton Valley, Idaho. And he really has captured the feel of this era of 1933, couple of pictures that are kind of dark and foreboding, yeah. you know, with the yeah. soup lines. But mostly he captures the light and the joy that comes into people's hearts as they discover what they have at Christmas. I loved the illustrations. I loved how he brought your beautiful words to life. And can I also compliment, because I am a lover of children's literature. I Me started too. collecting in college, <laughs> and my library is quite robust. There's a lot of narrative in here, and that's often missing in children's stories. A lot of dialogue mm -hmm. between this little boy and his mother. And I found that to be particularly appealing like it draws you into this story and it does have such great meaning well done well, thanks it was fun well to write done. and i quizzed a lot of people would a seven-year-old and eight-year-old really talk like that yeah so i enjoyed that when i heard the illustrator comment that he likes drawing that age because there's such curiosity in their eyes and you can feel that you can feel that light and that yeah. flair i've heard you on more than one occasion bruce describe yourself as a storyteller why is storytelling so important particularly at christmas time uh, one author said we tell stories so that we may live. I think storytelling is really in the human DNA. And we enjoy stories, especially at Christmas time, because, um, well, at Christmas time, we keep coming back to the Christmas story, you know, the one that was written a long time ago by a very celebrated author by the name of Luke. Oh, that guy. And so it, that story has ripples, you know, and it has reinterpretations. And so at Christmas in particular, people are drawn to stories, mm -hmm. familiar stories. Mm -hmm. This is going to be one that I think people and families will treasure for years to come. So thank you for sharing that with us. We're celebrating traditions this month on Studio 5. Bruce, do you have a Christmas tradition that is near and dear to your heart that you look forward to every season? You'll think this is marketing, but the truth is I love reading Christmas books <laughs> to children and grandchildren. We've been doing that in our home for years. Oh, this is 25 years ago. Oh Obviously, I'm more into that story than Robbie was, <laughs> but that's a Christmas book. And, you know, 25 years later, I can still persuade the grandkids to cuddle up, and whether it takes a long drive or whether they come to my house or go to their house, to share stories about Christmas. And, you know, Brooke, Christmas, yes, but at any time of the year, the chance to read to a child or read with a child is such a bonding experience for the child and for the adults in their life. It's just a wonderful thing. You know, my job here for a long time was reading stories to people at night before they went to bed. <laughs> and I'm grateful to the people of Utah who let me into that. But there is nothing that compares to reading aloud with the people that you're closest to, yeah. the people you love. And so that is extremely satisfying.
Well, I have enjoyed catching up with you, my friend. I'm so tickled to put this in our Christmas collection. Where can we get a copy of the Christmas list of Richard Lindsay? Uh, I know it's on shelves at Deseret Book and Seagull Book in Utah, online, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble, Target, and Walmart, and Brooke. For for viewers of Studio Five, if you'll, go, if you'll go to my web page, uh, my Facebook page, Facebook page right now, I will read you the story. <gasps> I will show you all the pictures. Oh. See what you think, because I love sharing stories. That's a treat. Thank you, sir, for sharing your gift and sharing your stories. We're better because of it. Merry Christmas. You Thanks. too.